0: And I want to share my experiences with you so that if you are someone who has somebody in your life with BPD, that you may relate to what I'm saying along with my personal tips and suggestions that may or may not work in your specific situation. And if you are someone who has been diagnosed or think you may have BPD, that you may recognize the signs and understand the havoc and turmoil that it can have around people that are involved in your life. Let me caution you that I am in no way qualified or certified in the field of mental health And that my personal suggestions are merely my personal opinion and do not recommend that anybody take any mental health therapy into their own hands, but to personally seek out the help from a professional in the field of mental health. And furthermore, if you are a couple, you might even consider counseling to help further your relationship a little bit better. So with that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. everybody. Thank you again for listening to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. And this episode is titled "What Do You Do When Her Favorite Person Isn't You?" And the reason I'm titling this is because uh, three years ago, when me and my wife had separated, and then she filed for divorce, um, and she had met somebody. And um, last chance to that person. It was a um, the normal BPD relationship. It was quick. Um, fiery, and then when he found out she, what she was like, he uh, dumped her like a hot potato, and she still tries to latch on, and she tries every trick in the book um, to throw herself at him, um, lashes out at him, but literally would chop her left foot off uh, to have him in her life, which will never happen. But what gets in the way of us trying to get back together is you um, we could be standing at the altar to get remarried and if he said hey i want you in my life she would do it um at that moment and that's what really breaks my heart but pisses me off at the same time and gets in the way of us trying to get back together and if it wasn't for this situation i know we would be back together so um if you're ready for a good show uh, stay tuned and thank you again for listening So what do you do when their favorite person isn't you? And in my situation, three years ago, me and my wife had split up. And then she filed for divorce shortly after and was granted it. And we were apart for about 10 months. And then we got back together. And it was um, we actually had a a quote unquote typical BPD relationship. steamy fiery um we we yeah every three to five days it'd be an episode that would last anywhere from three to five days or a week or more of being apart and then back together like nothing ever happened when things were good they were great when they were bad they were horrible um but while we were apart um my son had this friend of his um yeah she always has this thing for younger guys but um you know flirty and um you know hanging around all the time and after about six months, she ended up sleeping with him, and I think that's what Pinterest lit the candles on the cake. And um, she latched on to him, you know, because he ended up showing her affection and attention, and um, that's always her, her goal. But with having BPD, you know, this became her favorite person, and everything was him. She was literally obsessed with him. I found uh, journals, what she wrote in there, how she this picture on her phone and sleeps with the picture on his phone every night um literally fell in love with him head over heels for him and there's nothing special about him except that he gave her attention and um at the time he had a girlfriend but to her that didn't matter and even now she knows he's um has a fiance and he's going to be getting married and it doesn't matter she still sends him messages um and says so she wants to be his friend and she'll just do anything to have this kid in her life um, i've read messages you know uh while we were back together and it kind of really hurt my feelings because she said you know when i'm laying next to brad at night you know i'm wishing it was you when we make love i'm thinking of you and you know because that killed me and i confronted her about it and um, her saying was just you know if you can't deal with it, then leave. You know? In other words, like this is what I'm going to do, and if you don't like it, you can leave. And I love her that much that I literally stayed around, and of course that enabled it. Um, and it, it, what really pissed me off is so many times she would accuse me of texting other women, and I wasn't. And she would make me leave, and the whole time she's texting him. And I said to her one day, how can you make me leave, accuse me of doing something I'm not doing, but you make me leave for something you're doing? Well, this is my house, and I can text who I want. I have that right. Um, But you're not going to text anybody while you're in my house. I said, well, what if I text somebody when I'm at my house? Mom, then don't come back here. In other words, you can't text anybody at my house or your house, but I can. And if you don't like it, that's the way it is. But again, I love her so much, and I've been trying to get back with her, that I deal with it. But dealing with it enables it. And that's what sucks. And... um. Since April 6th, her birthday, and mine is April 7th, I, I tried um, going up there and talking with her. And, you know, of course, she made me leave. And, you know, these past two months, we really haven't you – know, she ignores my text. She won't text me. She won't answer my calls when I go up there. She won't let me in. One day I sat aside for three and a half hours. She refused to come out and talk to me, so I ended up leaving. And I live an hour away from her. So I drove two hours for nothing, an hour up and an hour back. And um, – you know, uh, she sends him texts constantly, and he responds to her, and he said, you know, you're disgusting. I hate you. You're gross. You're uh, psychotic. Uh, she sends him a picture one day of her in section Neclerge. He took the picture, and he um, edited it and drew, you know, funny things on her, uh, wrote, you know, hi, I'm disgusting. I'm gross, and sent it back to her, and he's like, if this does not proved to you how much I can't stand you and how you're, I hate you, and you're disgusting, leave me alone. And she's like, please don't say bad things to me, please. I want to be your friend. And I'm thinking to myself, this guy literally is telling you, uh, oh, he has told her to go kill herself. And you still beg, can I be your friend? But if I call her a bitch, she says, don't ever come back on my property again. Call me a bitch. And I'm like, this guy can do the most disgusting things, and she literally still says. And please you know uh, I know you don't really mean that can you, can you be my friend and he'll say I do mean that stuff well that's fine but can I still be your friend and it's like uh, she is literally obsessed with this guy and I even told him one day I said you know if uh, not that we would but if we were ever gonna get married again and we were standing at the altar and he came running up and said Michelle I want you in my life she goes if you're gonna ask me if I do it damn right I'd leave you standing right there you know and um, And I've asked her, literally, what did this guy do in such a short period of time that he can do anything and you still would want him in your life? I've been with you 34 years and you pick everything I do and I can't even come on your property. And she said, I don't have to tell you anything. And I would love to know. I would pay a million dollars to find the answer to that. And I don't understand it. But what sucks is she has... Somebody else other than me is her favorite person. No matter what I do, I've literally gone there and spent like $300 at a WAP going to get her everything she needs at the store, uh, her pet food. I bought her a car, registered it, um, offered to buy her another car, offered to, um, she's she, she selling her mother's house. She didn't have nowhere way to go, and I offered to get her a place of her own, put it in her name and pay her rent. There is nothing that I can do. That she'll take me back but she has latched on with this person and anytime I say a bad thing about him oh my god she freaks out like she defends this guy to the ends of the earth and she'll do anything to be with him he is just literally um, perfect and the reason I want to know what he did is maybe I can do what he did <clears throat> and she says a lot of times i wasn't there when her mother died i was and i told her i said listen i was there the first month after your mother died but when you tell me to leave how can i be there for you you know when you're accusing me of having sex with another woman and i'm not with anybody and you make me leave how can i be there for you You that makes no sense you know if you start making false accusations and not send me away of course i'm going to be there for you but you know, when you send me away, am I supposed hey, I know you just accused me of sleeping with somebody that I'm not, but can I be there for you? So it makes no sense. But I would just love to know how, you know, I'm sure what it was it, in simple terms, If I, you know, what he did for her was gave her the attention. You know, it's a younger guy, um, decent looking guy, gave her attention, but I've tried explaining to her, I said, listen, without hurting your feelings, let me explain something to you. When he was with you, he was having problems with his girlfriend. She threw him out. He was lonely. You were lonely. You know, you gave him attention. He gave you attention. But then he went right back with his girlfriend. You know, don't you realize you were just something there when he needed something? And now he's telling you what his true feelings were. He even admitted to her. He said, listen, (laughs) it was the right place at the right time. You know, you gave me attention. I gave you attention, you know, but our lives have moved on. I never planned on being with you for a long period, so did you really think it was gonna last? You know, you're 25 years older than me. Um, you know, I'm not into older women." You know, and then she's like, you just used me in this and that, and he's like, lady, it's um, called life, it's called one night stand. Happens to a lot of people. And, and she gets upset about that. And, you know, I told her, I said, you know, I try to talk to her like, and I said, listen, I love you. But I'm trying to help you at the same time. You're chasing someone that's never going to happen. For two years, she has been begging this guy, please, can I be your friend? Please, can I be your friend? And I said, you want to be friends with somebody who's literally marrying the woman that he loves. He's going to be with the woman he loves. So you'd want to be friends with him while he's got his arm around her, kissing her, holding her. I mean, that wouldn't bother you? And she seems to think no, because I think in her mind she thinks, I can find a way to have him back. And it's not going to happen. And even if she doesn't, there's something that she just wants him in her life. And I tried to explain to her, you know, the things that got you to latch on him, for him to become your favorite person, is never going to be there again. You know, when you needed a hug, he give you a hug. Um, when you put your arms around each other or a kiss, and then when eventually when you went to sleep with each other, that all happened. None of that can happen again. And you really think you're going to be happy? Because I think in your mind you think that stuff can happen again, and it's not. And I really think that's what it is. But she won't open up to me, and I can understand why. But the reason I try so hard, and, you know, she she hit the nail on the head one day. She said, you're not doing this to help me. You're doing it so that I'll forget about him and go back to you. And I said, well, yeah, obviously. But at the same time, it does kill me when I see her sitting there crying, knowing that this guy isn't going to give her what she needed. But I can. So, of course, yes, I want for me. And I said, you know, you'll probably spend the rest of your life loving this guy. And you're in love with the idea of what he gave you at that time. But I said, you know, even if he never went with anybody else and you never came back to me and he dumped you, you know, you got to move on. Just like you say, I need to move on. So it kills me at the same time because, yes, I love this woman. Uh, She's my life. And I want to be with her. And I've told her before. I said, listen, what if I did this? what if I never mention him again and you can sit there and keep trying to text him and this and that because I know you get mad when I mention about him but I said I do it because it kills me because I see whenever you try to text him and he finally texts you back and he says listen psycho ugly bitch leave me alone and I said then you get upset and you take it out on me and that's not fair but I said but I do it because I think to myself if I don't I don't get to see you at all so I take that in consideration. I know when I go back up and spend a week with you, you're going to try to text him. He's going to text you back, call your names, and you're going to take it out on me, and then you send me away. So I'm suffering, and I know I'm going to suffer, but I still go up there because I love you. So what I've been trying to do is trying to research on how I can possibly get her to come to terms that this guy is never going to be her friend again. And I you know even read some of the text before and she said then if she she takes certain things as hints she said well you must want me because otherwise why wouldn't you block me and it's said the reason i don't block you is because i'm afraid that you'll end up hunting me down and showing up at my work or my house and stalking me that way so i figure at least this way i can allow you to text me and i can tell you off but if you don't have a way to contact me through Uh, Facebook Messenger, you'll try to hunt me down. So I even told the rice, you know, because she told me before, she goes, if he didn't want me, he'd block me. And I said, listen, I read your text before, and he's true. You are that type that probably would hunt him down and find out where he lives and show up and cause him problems. And that's what he's afraid of. You know, and and it does make sense. But, you know, I, I won't make this episode extremely long, but... Um, I don't know if anybody else has been in this position where, you know, you know, I, I know they would say it's not to be not to be um, somebody who has BPD, be their favorite person um, and because it can turn into like a, you know, a psycho obsession type of, you know, lifetime movie. But, you know, I've been with my wife 34 years and I never minded being her favorite person. You know, I dealt with the ups and the downs. I dealt with everything. 34 years. My God, that, that hasn't been something I haven't dealt with. But what I am hurt was now I'm not her favorite person. I'm her nothing. Um, you know, I'm not even saint, a saint or Satan. I'm just Satan all the time. And it sucks. It hurts. But that's what I'm going to be working on is how to get her away from her current favorite person and turn back into her favorite person. So, anyways, it's the end of this episode. Um, I hope I might have helped somebody out there maybe answer an unanswered question but thank you again for listening and have a great day and have a great life and if you have somebody in your life with BPD, love them as much as they can try to learn and understand them because they find it so hard to understand and love themselves have a good day you've been listening to living in the third degree with bpd I hope you enjoyed the show, and please check out my many other episodes. I hope you get some beneficial suggestions from my experiences. And remember, we're all responsible for our own choices. I'd like to remind you that if you have someone in your life with BPD, try to understand them and love them as much as you can, because they find it so hard to be able to understand themselves and love themselves. So thank you again, and have a happy life.